Come on, church. How many of us are thankful for the joy of the Holy Ghost that's fallen fresh on each and every one of us by the blood that was shed by Him for us? Jesus, Jesus. I am standing here today. Oh, by your mercy and your grace. Thank you, God. With thanksgiving, I will you're
mentally above and beyond whatever you have please step out in faith and our ministers and our brothers and our sisters will anoint you with oil and they'll pray over you and there's power in the prayer of a multitude Toby Toby Gonzalez Sister Dickie Wendy Russian Kyle Hood Jeff Brown, Nelda Doss, Eva, Evan Cushion, Judd Bryant, Cindy Pinson's granddaughter, Wendy May, and Brother Dickey. And that same name that I was just mentioning, I can't get away from it, the name of Jesus. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you other than he's greater. And that's the end of the sentence. He is greater. I don't care what follows in your life after that. But all that matters is he is greater. That's the factual statement. He is greater than my anxiety. He is greater than my depression. He is greater than my financial downfalls. He is greater than my former addictions. He is greater. Jesus is greater. So at this time, we'll take these needs to the Lord. And if anyone here today, please, I urge you to step out in faith. Jesus. Jesus. God, we fall down in your presence, God. And we bring all of our burdens. We bring all of our wants. We bring all of our desires. We bring all of our needs here to you today, God. And we lay them at the altar. We lay them at your feet, Jesus. 
Lord, and we believing with the faith that we do have, God, that you're going to come through on your time. Jesus, not our will, but your will be done in our lives. In your great name, Jesus, amen. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. In your presence.
and then afterwards we're going to take our tithes and our offering. But first we have, we will have no service tonight, no evening service. Uh, spend time with your families, go to the lake. Uh, if you show up tonight, I'm going to pretend like I'm not home and I don't see you. So just go ahead and head on out. Uh, but we will not be having service tonight. We will also have Coming up the 8th and the 9th is our North Texas District Men's Conference. So men, if you're interested in going to that, Make sure you get registered and go. Registration is open online on Eventbrite. That is the website that they use to make sure you're registered and buy your tickets online. That is going to be at Calvary Pentecostal Church in Euless. 
And I believe we already have a group of men going, so get connected. Make sure you go to that, the 8th and the 9th. And then also on the 10th, Brother Josh Tingley will be here ministering. That is going to be a phenomenal ministry. They are missionaries that are powerful, and they are anointed, and they have a strong ministry that I want everybody to be blessed by. That is on the 10th. On the 14th, we have our EXO marriage. That is at 6 p.m. Make sure you are signed up in the foyer for that. And then on the 17th, so not the second Sunday of the month, but this will be the third Sunday of the month. The 17th will be Youth Sunday, that night service. It is phenomenal. Give it up for Youth Sunday. I'm not partial to that at all. It's not just for youth. It's not just for if you're young. It's if you feel young or if you're wanting to feel young. Get here. And it's phenomenal service every time. These kids, they are phenomenal with their worship and their singing. And we also have on the 18th through the 22nd, it's going to be General Conference in Indianapolis, Indiana. On the 21st, we have Ladies United Fellowship. That will be at High Cotton Kitchen. In, and Sister Dot Lipscomb will be ministering at that one. And then on the 24th, we have our Mission Pledge is due. Also on the 24th will be our Care Group for Luncheon. Hold up, we're getting, getting to the good time of the year now. Care Group Luncheons. And then on the 30th, we have our North Texas District Northeast Sectional Ladies Conference. Ladies, you aren't left out. You've got Ladies Conference now on the 30th. It's going to be at Grace Fellowship in McKinney. So make sure you mark that on your calendars. And then also we're having, if you have not heard yet, we're having for the Children's Department a superhero night. And this is going to be something that is an outreach program. People will be dressed up as superheroes. Uh, candy is going to be falling from the sky. Uh, we're going to have, we need candy and money donations for the superhero night. So please drop off your candy in the church kitchen if you can. And I'm sure more information will be out for that as well. And then Jams is going to be every Wednesday evening. And then also we have, if you have been in this foyer right here, you may have seen a very pretty and cute board that my wife made. And so it is right here to the right, right before we get into Children's Church, and it is our Move the Mission fundraiser. If you remember last year, we had our Move the Mission fundraiser with our board, and it has numbers from 1 to 100. And what you do is you take one of the cards that has a number on it, and you are deciding and pledging to donate that monetary amount of whatever is on that card. So if you grab the one, one dollar. If you grab the one hundred, one hundred dollars. And so what you do, it's a great way for you to be able to give to move the mission. But what is move the mission? If you remember a few years back, it was Sheaves for Christ. And they have rebranded into the name of Move the Mission. But Move the Mission is the fundraising ministry of our, our youth ministries and the UPCI that it started in 1953, and since then, it's raised over $166 million for missions. Not all of us can be, want to go and be missionaries, right? Like, but we, what we can do is we can give to moving the mission. And so what we can do is we decide who's moving the mission. Where does that go? Where does my money go? What does my, my $24 card that I pulled, where does that money go? That money goes to a missionary maybe getting a vehicle that they can spread the gospel. We just recently, this past year, moved the mission, was able to buy an airplane 
for a missionary that was now able to reach a location they were not able to reach beforehand. And so now people who have never been able to hear the gospel can hear the gospel because you gave last year to move the mission. And now somebody has an ability to reach and move the mission. It also moves into North American missionary being able to have a building. It goes into a child finding a healing in a future at Tupelo Children's Mansion or the Lighthouse Ranch for boys. It goes into a student pursuing their calling in Christian education with a Move the Mission scholarship. It goes into a child being placed with a loving family through new beginnings. And then also a large percentage stays in our district, uh, allows us to be able to have events like North American or like North Texas Youth Conference, allows us to have church camps, things like that. So when you give, you think this may not be much. When you give to Move the Mission, things change. Things change for our youth group. Things change for the kingdom of God. Things change in your world because you are deciding to move the mission. And so grab a card. put it. We've put the offering envelopes there so you can be able to place it in the envelope. Mark MTM, move the mission, and we'll be able to allocate it there properly. But then also if you pay on push pay, you can do that as well. If you can text UPC Paris to 77977 select that it's going to the move the mission and you can be able to give that way because I like to use that excuse that ah, I don't have cash on me and so and I may but I always say I don't and so <laughs> if you do that as well you can always pay on push pay and that will be great but I believe though that last year we sold out the entire board we cleaned out the entire board and so some of you went above and beyond to make sure that happened. So I appreciate all of you that did. But let's clear this thing out again. Amen. And so I believe, I believe we can move the mission that we can raise an all-time high for our church. I believe it that 1 through 100 is going to be gone soon. And so now the ushers will come. We'll give our tithes and our offering. Father, I thank you for the presence we've already felt in this place this morning. I thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. And God, I pray that you prepare our hearts to receive a word from you this morning. Anoint what's giving and anoint the giver. And bless us this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
if you're close enough to somebody, would you just turn around and tell them I'm looking forward to going to heaven with you? Now, don't plan on them looking exactly like they look now because all of them are going to have a glorified body. And as you're seated today, it is a genuine joy to represent heaven and the call for all of us to go with him when he comes back. He is coming back just as sure as the sun comes up in the morning. He is absolutely tried, tested, and has overcome. And so we thrill at that. Before I get any further, I do want to say how glad we are to see Brother Joe Cochran. Yes. He electrified a lot of our house. And I can't thank you enough. <laughs> I sit there sometimes and I am so reminded of so many good moments. It is uh, it's true that uh, Jesus is alive. I, uh, I don't think there's any way for me to do justice to all of the material uh, that I have with me today. But I, I want to read several things and in the process of that uh, I could not in any way put it all on the overhead so the things that I want to share with you I don't think I can give you all of them but if you adjust your bifocals you can see that that's the prince and uh, his bride, and uh, they made the front page. And uh, that's just one of the things that the world calls an unforgettable. There are so many things that are unforgettable. Osama bin Laden killed. Coney in 2012, and I'm not familiar with him, but what a erroneous and pitiful gangman-style person. You may can see this one from here. Mandela, Nelson Mandela dies, made headlines. I know you're mourning that still. MH370 went missing, described as one of the biggest aviation mysteries in your world. Uh, MH17, 737 shot down. Somebody died some several bodies. The ice bucket challenge. Just Malala Yusufad wins the Nobel Prize. I know you're thrilled about that. Front page all across the world. 
Robin Williams, suicide. Many of you have heard that name. The rise and fall of ISIS during your day. The diverse emojis that are coming up on some of our phones. How beautiful that you get those cool emojis. And sometimes you can change it into your own similar face. The legalizing in 2015 of same-sex marriage. That's where your world is headed. I'm just taking it directly out of the news media so you don't think I am just coming up with stuff. Greece announced bankruptcy. Queen Elizabeth II becomes the longest reigning British monarch. You see that beauty from here? Donald Trump became U.S. President 2016. The largest women's march in history. Girls just want to have fun. Dominal human rights. The Me Too epidemic and the rise of the share economy. Apple hits U.S. $1 trillion. The royal wedding, just amazing beauty. The hat and the gown. Donald Trump meets Kim Jong-un, the Epstein scandal, and Prince Andrew. All of those are things. And you can welcome to get Sister Lisa to make you a copy. I want you to know that you're sitting in a real world that's offering a lot of challenge to your family, to your life, and to your children. This is a simple list of a small part of this book. Did, were you all able to get that picture on there for, for the little baby? You got it? I want to interrupt this to put this up there because we got such a miracle. I want you to hold the baby up just for a second so they can really see it's alive. Look at this. Turn the, can you turn the video on? You've got to see this. It's in your church family. It's in your city. This is a miracle. <laughs> what kind of car is that? A what? Bumper cars. John Deere tractor. <laughs> Your prayers brought that little baby through. <laughs> Boom.
Get out of my way, she said. <laughs> They turned me, Papa. Oh, she turned herself. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it has what? Oh. Huh? We clap our hands to the Lord for such a beautiful miracle right in this assembly. Now I want to read to you a small list of the miracles in the New Testament. The virgin birth of Jesus. Jesus turns water into wine at Cana in Galilee. A royal official's son is healed at Cana. A demoniac in synagogue healed in Capernaum. The healing of Peter's mother-in-law. Healing the sick during the evening catching many fish in Lake of Galilee, the leper cleansed in Capernaum, the paralytic healed in Capernaum, crippled man healed in Jerusalem, withered hand restored in Galilee, centurion servant healed in Capernaum, widow's son raised in Nain, calming the storm, healing of demon-possessed man, the healing of a woman with the flow of blood, Jairus' daughter raised from the dead, blind men cured, mute spirit cast out in Capernaum, healing of blind man and mute man with demons, feeding of the 5,000, walking on the sea, deaf and mute man healed, mass healings, and Syrophoenician daughter healed, supernatural feeding of the 4,000, transfiguration of Christ, 500 people watched him ascend into the skies, the devil was cast out of a boy. Tribute money spiritually, supernaturally provided in the mouth of a fish. Blind man healed. Miracles by the 70. Jesus passed unseen through crowd in the temple. Man born blind and healed. Woman with infirmity cured. Man with dropsy cured. Ten lepers cleansed. Lazarus raised from the dead. Bartimaeus healed of blindness. Fig tree cursed and withered. Malchus severed his ear, was healed. Resurrection of Christ, the ascension of Christ, the catching of 153 large fish in the book of John, outpouring of the Holy Ghost, lame man cured by spirit, the death of Ananias and Sapphira. Let me encourage you today that this book is greater than anything you've seen on TV, anything you've seen from this world, and we are gathered together with a purpose and a strategy that we are going to join the chariot of fire that take, uh, took Elijah out of here, and we are going to enjoy the resurrection that caused Jesus Christ to come out of a graveyard. We are going to live filled with the Holy Ghost because it is the only power of God unto salvation. Ladies and 
and gentlemen, it's not about going to a building. It's about renewing our experience with the Messiah that has handled every situation. Which one do you want to serve? The world and all of that stuff I just showed you, which was phenomenal. But the one that came and and came and is coming again and got out of a grave ascends above everything I showed you and everything else. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, our salute ought to be to Jesus every morning. Uh, It ought to be a gradual growth uh, in his ministry. There ought to be something burning inside of us that says, feed me, Jesus. Uh, Let me talk to you every day in prayer. I don't want to go through some weird thing in this world uh, and just uh, salute all the great things that these men have used your power to do. Could we stand and thank him for getting us this far? Do not let the disappointments of life that interfere with the appointments such as this day that have been critical to the good things you have already enjoyed and will enjoy to truly believe in and on Christ Jesus our God would seem that our allegiance to him and the future that we talk and think about, dream of, and envision about what life could be and will be. What all can I be in chastity or purity? What all can I do to allegiance, to show my allegiance to his plan today and the plan for tomorrow and how to rule my life? So he looks down and says, that is my child. Send angels down there to give them wisdom. Send angels down there to give them spiritual courage and to give them spiritual truths and to give them spiritual vitality across the board. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is not feeble and it is not outdated. He said, I will be with you always. I am a living God. I will be there in your day of trouble. He said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials that have come to try you, but I will be there in your life. I will be there with Paul in the jail. I will be there with the the mighty Messiah that was stuffed into a grave and and that world hoped to never see him again, but lay three days again, three days later, he's out of there. 500 people watched him go and only 120 went back to get his spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, don't don't tell me he wasn't right when he said there's a 25% security level on how many will on the good ground, the, the rocky ground, and etc. The pictures are clear in this book that 75% of the ground did not yield the harvest because it did not take care of itself or the farmer didn't take care of it or the curator didn't take care of it. Don't let the appointments with God get big and get small and get big appointments with flesh. I am here to encourage us this Sunday morning before Labor Day is 
celebrated tomorrow. Let your labor not be in vain. Let the glory of your activity level march on toward the Zionic powers that are already put in place. I'm telling you, the vault of heaven has got your security. I'm telling you, the bank of heaven has got your welfare. I'm telling you that all you have to do is cash your check at the bank of prayer and call on Jesus. And he said, if you have faith in me and you come to me, I will respond. That doesn't mean he'll do it in five minutes. Your mother didn't do that for you when when you said, give me a bacon. She said, I'll get it ready when I want to. Your daddy, when you called him and said, Dad, I need $20, he said, next week. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I'm talking to somebody today because God called me and gave me all this material and I brought it to you so that you would know without a doubt. You don't mind them hollering and screaming at a football stadium. You don't mind screaming with them on a lot of stuff that you're not even going to get anything from. But I promise you, you won't worship him and dance for him and praise his name with a loud voice and a clapping of hands and then come out on the shy side. I'm here to tell you, he inhabits the praise of his people. He joins with them. And you praise him in your car. You praise him in the morning. You praise him at noon. You praise him in the house with a loud sounding voice, the Bible said. I wish somebody would just stand up and praise him. He's watching. He is hungry to bless us. He is glorified to bless us. He is magnified when he blesses us. He is here today in this house to make this Labor Day weekend one of the greatest, wonderful memories. I am in Christ, a new creation. All things are new and nothing shall be able to beset us. You know, he warns us, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Lamar County is a central point to all of these places. I put them here. What about all of that stuff I read concerning what the world has done as opposed to the 25 miracles? That's all that I presented to us today. The 25 miracles. How many miracles do we have to see, including this little darling that's a missing her stroller? I'll see you later, baby. What a miracle. I asked them to go get her while I go because I wanted you to see and sense that right in this day, the miracle is happening. That baby, according to the general setting, would never have made it. But the Lord, he is still God. The Lord is still a healer. The Lord is still our victory. The Lord has forgiven everybody sitting in this house today. All you got to do, if you even had a bad day yesterday and made a bad mistake, all you got to do is confess it to the Lord and you're free to go, babe. Get up and have at it because though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow if you confess your faults. That's in his book. That's in his letter. 
That's in his repertoire. That's in his covenant. He is a forgiving God. Some of you had a bunch of baggage that was on your trailer load and you walked in one day and you put it all at the altar and said, God, I'm sick of that stuff. And God said, I'll put them under the blood. You get up and you're now free to inhabit the praise of his people and you're free to, to be free and you're free to receive my glory. You're, rece- you're free to receive my promises. You're free to enjoy my glory and my victory. I'm here to tell you today that God is God. He's not a God. He is the God. He is the God of gods. There is none like him. There's none beside him. And there's none coming around like him. If they could have, they would have already done it. They cannot. So we are looking at this setting up here at our opportunity as to what our testimony and conversation should be like. I enjoy seeing our children and our youth and our people around us, and I can enjoy a decent ball game, but I'm not going to testify to more people about a ball game than I am about what Jesus is doing in my life. When our testimony after a ball game is greater than our testimony after knowing what Jesus has been doing in my life, there's something wrong. We ought to be witnesses every day, not about what social media's got going and not about ball games and not about all that other stuff. The reason years ago they didn't even do it is because that's what happened to them. And now we have made it possible to absolutely to come to a place where we can't wait to get out of a church service too many times when we got people that need healing and strengthening and empowering. There is glory and there is wonderful victory when you see a mother and a dad or a brother or a sister and they come out of the world all week long and all that struggle and all that that stuff going on out yonder and they come to the house of God and begin to praise the name of the Lord. These men are not drunk with wine as you suppose seeing it is but the third hour of the day but this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days saith God I'm going to pour out my spirit ye men are not drunk with wine they are drunk on Holy Ghost and fire. They are drunk on the realization I am in Christ a new creation I am in Christ Jesus a veteran that's already whipped up a lot of demons and I can't wait to go tell my neighbor and my workers on the job how well God is doing in this present world could we pray for every place in this city right now, every job center, every home? Could we travail for about three minutes here? God, send revival through me. Send revival through our pastor. Send revival through my wife, my husband, my children. God, we have got to have revival in the middle of all the stuff that's going on. I wish somebody would go ahead and get serious about it. I tried to lead us to it. It ought to be a travail going across here. Your city is hurting for a need, and that need is the perfect law of liberty. Could we all over this building just travail for about three minutes here? God, use me, my voice, my hands.
my feet, my heart, my dreams, my vision. Oh, God, my kids need an environment. You need the Holy Ghost. This would be a good time to get it because every one of us are, are challenging the powers of hell right now. If you need a renewing of the Holy Ghost, this is a good time to get it. we not got a bunch of stuff planned here today. The one plan we have is to open the gates and let God's flood this place with his victory and his glory for every mother, every dad. You don't belong in a situation where you're feeling cramped and, uh, and uh, uh, uncomfortable. He said the perfect law of liberty is here and available to you and for you. Oh, hallelujah. I wish somebody that's got a testimony would stand up and just tell it. Just, I mean, just take a minute or two how God brought you out or brought, God brought you in, either one. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody else.
Hallelujah. Anybody else? Brother Jerry.
mareados. Can y'all hear Sister Mildred? I saw her wandering around in one of the stores yesterday. We were in our Baptist church in Glory, at Glory Baptist, GW and I. Boy, when the doors was open, we was there. We thought we were right. GW worked at Campbell's Soup with Don Smith. And Don began to witness to GW. GW come home one night or one afternoon and he told me, he said, honey, Don is, uh, a man named Don Smith is really telling me all about his United Pentecost. And we're Baptists. And, but he said, I'm going to prove him wrong. He got in the Bible and believe you me, he got to studying and the more he studied, the more he was talking to me, and he said, you know, he's right. He's really right. We need to go and visit that church. Well, I just didn't know for sure whether we wanted to be Pentecost or not. But it was wonderful. It's wonderful now. And uh, they invited us out to their home. And we... Of course, studied with him then, and it it just the more we studied, the more we they was proving us, hey, this is right. It's really, really right. When we left their home, Nita was standing out in the yard. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I looked back and I said, I want exactly what she's got. And that next Sunday, we came to church. We came to United Pentecost. And it was wonderful. Well, I went to the altar and they, everybody crowded around me. I received the Holy Ghost with evidence of tongues. The next Sunday, my precious sister Billy, Billy Bolton, began to sing, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. And believe you me, I've got it. And I am thrilled to death to be United Pentecost. Got another great testimony right beside this one. I don't really think I need this one, but here we go. Um, so I was raised in an Assembly of God church, which is not too far off, but kind of far off. Um, anyway, and um, I went through a divorce, and I was very in a mental battle between myself of, I guess this is it. This is all I'm, I'm worth, you know, nothing more. And so I went to a ladies conference and they made us write some stuff down of what you want in a spouse and what you want in, in your relationship with God. And of course, in a spouse, you have like two pages full. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I want like all this. And then with God, it's like four things. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, no, that's not right. It should match. Whatever you want in God is what you should want in your marriage. And so I changed my whole perspective up. And I promise I'll be short, but, um, when I started praying, I started rewriting things down of what I needed in a marriage. And I told God that I was not going to settle till I found it. Well, lo and behold, I, I found it. And uh, we got married. And before we got married, we were trying to figure out where we were going to go to church at because he was different. I was different. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And um, he's like, 
well, just try it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not going to go there. So we went everywhere else. We both didn't feel like we wanted to go anywhere else. And I said, fine, I'll try it. So I came in. And as soon as I walked through those doors, it was like, I, I can't even explain it. I was like, okay, this is so different. Like, so good, but so different. And as soon as I sat down, the message that was given, and I'll never forget it, was Jesus' name message. It was literally, you can't sign the check with anything, that whole message. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. I get it. You know, I was already baptized in the Trinity, and I was already filled with the Holy Ghost, but totally different. And so the, w- the way everybody worshipped during worship, I was like, this is so awesome. Like, I wish I could do this. So I get in the car, and I literally tell Charlie, I said, I'm going to study for myself. Don't push it on me, but this is the church you're supposed to go to. He was like, seriously? I'm like, yeah. So then I study, and God shows me so many cool things, and this is where if you want to know more details, I'll tell you later, but he shows me all of these little things, and it was like light bulbs went off, and I never looked back, and it was like, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is the truth, and you know, the enemy tried to get at me multiple times, because my dad is so against it, and he is so against all of that, and so whenever I chose to get baptized in Jesus' name, the enemy was like, you going to call him? You're going to call him? And I'm like, oh. I actually waited till like three days before and was like, hey, I'm getting baptized. <laughs> they all came, and they all saw what all of this was, and they, they started to kind of shift. And now I can see a difference. The other testimony I want to say is my kids are seeing a difference, and they're seeing who God really is. And if we would have chose any other direction, I don't believe that my family would be where we are right now. And I know that I'm walking in my calling, and I know that I'm doing what God's asked me to do. And it's all because I chose to listen to God and not turn back. Why don't we all just worship the Lord a minute? Praise Him with a loud voice. He loves people from the heart. Hallelujah. I want us to stop right here and pray for every preacher and every church family in this city. Father, we are praying for oceanic tidal wave of your glory, of your holiness, of your righteousness, of your joy to fill every building to fill the schoolhouse this year. God, we will not give up. We will press the threshold of the promises that you have given us. We are going to let brotherly love continue. We're going to love our enemies. We're going to pray for those that despitefully use us. We are going to lift your name up. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can feel good about it, I'm not trying to press you, but if you could feel good about standing up and just lifting up one or both hands and let's surrender to the mightiness of what God is doing in this place today, what God is wanting to do in our city, in our county. Hallelujah. God, there are mothers that are hurting. There are brothers and sisters that are fighting. 
We want to produce peace and joy and righteousness. We want to produce your glory in our voice, our hands. Hallelujah. 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 I can't sing, but I, I, I'd like for somebody that can sing peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Is there anybody here can sing that? Oh, there's Brother Ronnie. Yeah, Brother Ronnie, you got here just in time. They, they've been working hard over there. Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Join with him. Sweep over my spirit forever I'll stay in boundless beauties of love. Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever I'll stay in boundless beauties of love. Thank you, Jesus. Does anyone else have a testimony you'd like to share? What a wonderful, wonderful meeting. I, I was just talking. I came back to talk with Coach Foy here. At the, he is the basketball coach at the college. His daughter is a missionary. And, and wh where is she at, uh, Coach? Dominican Republic. I want us to join him. He and I prayed for her right there while Brother Ronnie was leading us in that song. But I, I want us to pray for her right now. Her name is? Bailey. 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 Would you pray for her as they start the music? And if there's anybody here that wants the Holy Ghost, if you've not been baptized in the name of Jesus, the water's warm. We have gowns and ready for anybody that would like to be baptized into Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Your labor is not in vain. We're going to celebrate Labor Day this weekend, but your labor is not in vain in the Lord. He has heard your cry. He knows your need. You just want to slip down around the altar for a few minutes. Please feel free to slip down to the altar. To tell you that he saved. To shout and to proclaim that he's coming back for you. So I come to tell you he's alive, to tell you that he tries oh, every tear that falls. Casting all your cares on him. So I come. He cares. 
to pray for now. Brother John and Sister Vicky Crawford. So I